Stephen Jones joining us now right here on your home of the Cowboys. Good afternoon to you, sir. Thanks for jumping on with us again. Hey, guys. Good to be on. Okay, so, yes, sir? We good? Yeah. Uh, can you Schedule hear me? is out. Yes, we can hear you pretty good. Schedule is out, Stephen. Mike and I have you guys pegged at 11-5 and five on the year, taking a look at this schedule. Would that be a success in your eyes? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, that usually – We'll get you the divi- get you uh, the division and uh, you know in the tournament and a lot of times with the buys so uh, you know that's certainly uh, good uh, you know would we love to do better of course we would but uh, uh, certainly uh, wouldn't be a bad projection at eleven and five. To, to what extent will January wins de- define success for twenty nineteen? I think in a big way. I mean, obviously, we've made no, uh, you know, we've been real clear that we have to take the next step. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've done well around here. We've obviously won the East uh, two out of the last three years. Uh, you know, been in the playoffs two out of the last three. And But we have to, you know, we've got to take the next step, and that means getting to a championship game and hopefully on to a Super Bowl. Steven, we love to study your 30-visit uh, list before the draft every year, and there's a number of safeties on there. When you look at those players, what are the traits that you value? Like, how much do you consider who's on your roster now and who you think they would be playing with? What are the traits that you're looking for if, if you're going to pick a safety early? Well, I think the biggest thing you're looking for uh, is, uh, you know, a safety who can make plays on the ball and also can uh, be an accurate tackle. Uh, tackler doesn't necessarily have to, you know, be a, uh, a take your head off tackler, but it, uh, you know, you certainly want them to be accurate tackling uh, the ball carrier or the receiver, and then, you know, at the same time, uh, probably as big if not bigger is uh, to be able to make plays on the ball. And you know, in our league, when you when you turn the ball over, you certainly improve your chances to win the game if you can win the turnover battle. I think that's been forever in our league. If you win that turnover battle, there's a pretty good chance you're going to win the game. So, you know, those are the uh, most important traits as far as looking at what's on your roster. I think there's a – we were just discussing that again today. I think there's a lot of ways you can go. I mean, there's the traditional free safety slash strong safety. But if you have accurate tacklers, you can have – you know, you can can play, uh, you know, with two safeties that can do both. So – uh, you know, I don't think we want to limit ourselves to just saying, hey, we've, because we've got a young young free safety in Xavier that we can't take another uh, free safety as long as they're accurate tacklers. Xavier's an accurate tackler as well. He can improve, but he's certainly accurate with it. it you know, his size limits his ability to, uh, you know, be really physical, but he, he certainly uh, – uh, when he gets a chance, he'll certainly deliver some big licks. But uh, I, I just think we, you know, want good football players. And if, you know, that presents itself and uh, happens to be the best player on our board, certainly we'll look at that. I mentioned the other day, you know, probably safety is uh, a position on our team where we've used uh, the least amount of resources when you consider either uh, draft pick capital or you consider, uh, you know, the amount of money we've spent on safeties. Are there any positions on your team that if it was the best player at 58 that you would not take? You know, that's a tough one. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there is. Uh, you know, usually, a, uh, you know, a quarterback uh, is, is something when you got one that you really like a lot, you know, using another high pick, especially when that quarterback's young like Dak is. Uh, you know, you might really uh, struggle maybe to pick 
pick one there. But, uh, you know, other than that, I don't, I don't think there's any position left that we wouldn't, uh, you know, we wouldn't at least consider it. So, Stephen, we've been discussing y'all's drafts over the last five years and how good you guys have been doing, especially in the top three rounds. And you mentioned Xavier Woods. In 2017, you found a gem there later in the draft. But we were looking at that 2017 class you have, especially the top three picks, and said, well, maybe they've been a little bit disappointing in, in Taco and Cheeto and Jordan Lewis. And I know they've had contributing moments, but what are you expecting out of those top three guys that you've picked in their third year coming up? Well, we certainly, uh, you know, uh, probably, uh, you know, you hope all of them continue to contribute. Uh, you know, Jordan's a really good football player that we have. We're totally comfortable with him, uh, you know, being in the game. Unfortunately, he's got a log jam there uh, at, at the corner position with our other corner, Cheeto, uh, who we have uh, just think, uh, you know, we have high expectations for him. And then, of course, Byron, who had a, all pro slash uh, pro bowl type year last year. So, uh, and then you got Brown, who's, uh, you know, a little longer uh, uh, than Lewis and uh, probably a little faster. But uh, certainly we would feel very comfortable with uh, Jordan uh, playing, playing in a game for us and making plays, which he did several times last year. And, of course, I spoke to Cheeto, certainly a starter for us, feel great about him. And then uh, Taco, uh, you know, obviously hadn't made his way into the starting lineup yet and uh, had an injury last year, which set him back. And he didn't uh, necessarily come back as strong as he was doing before he got hurt. So it's a big year for Taco to step up. Uh, we certainly need him. I mean, as you know, uh, with our defensive front, uh, with Rod, he likes to rotate those guys. And, you know, starting's not near as important as, as the number of snaps you get. And uh, uh, we certainly need him to step up and be productive. It's Stephen Jones here with us on 105.3 The Fan. How'd you like having Gil Brandt up there at the podium breaking down everything with, uh, with Well, he's, he's, he's certainly legendary. Uh, that's why he's not only in uh, our ring of honor, which we had a ceremony for him yesterday, but uh, uh, being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, he's one of the best to uh, uh, ever be a personnel director, uh, evaluate personnel. Uh, I think he has to have a photographic memory uh, with the – a uh, way he's able to recall, recollect uh, players, uh, what they do. Uh, and he's still amazingly uh, good at it in terms of uh, knowing the players in this up-and-coming draft. So, you know, he's a special man. He certainly left his fingerprints all over this organization. I think they said yesterday, uh, and I might not have it exact, but 12 of the 15 Ring of Honor members uh, he drafted. So, uh, he did a great job for this organization. They uh, obviously won a lot of football games, won uh, two Super Bowl championships, and uh, he's just special, and it was certainly an honor to get to uh, share a table with him yesterday. Do you agree that th there's a big group of players from 18 to 70 that are fairly interchangeable? Absolutely, and I think that's how good things happen to you. Uh, I think, uh, you know, when you get a grouping of players like that, and uh, we do think there's areas uh, – you know, where the da uh, draft is deep and uh, have a number of players that just happen to be spots where we'd love to get a player uh, in terms of uh, uh, positions. So uh, I think those things can happen. And then, of course, uh, as we all know, I think Jerry mentioned in the press conference uh, yesterday that, uh, you know, there's a couple of really good football players up there that fall in that Jalen uh, Smith, uh, Sean Lee type category that could fall that are uh, – you know, might have an injury issue, but you ultimately think they're going to totally get over it and 
uh, go on to you know play really good football. So certainly that's something uh, that we always keep an eye on, as you well know. Steven, how tough are those conversations when a Jalen Smith is on the board or a, whether it's Sean Lee, it's injuries or some other thing off the field, and you guys have a high talent grade on them, and you have approximately – 10 minutes, and I know you have a little bit longer leading up to your pick, but once that other pick goes off the board in the second round, you have approximately 10 minutes to make that huge discussion point of do we take the guy risk-reward or do we take more of a safe player and how tough or or kind of those conversations go? Well, in most cases, you've done your homework, and, uh, you know, we'll go through those scenarios uh, in depth uh, next week in terms of really vetting out uh, players uh, who might have an issue and, uh, where you might, where does the talent level stop? Where you'd plug those guys in, and say, look, if everything from this point forward uh, are up the board or off the board, then this is where we better be ready to pull the trigger. And uh, certainly that's happened to us before, and we were very comfortable pulling the trigger with Jalen. Uh, you know, obviously we've pulled the trigger on a player like Randy Gregory, a player like Sean Lee, where you just say, hey. At some point, you're just getting too much value for the long term, uh, you know, where you might uh, have to sacrifice uh, uh, not having a player for a half a year or a year. So those will be uh, certainly in-depth discussions that we'll have. Appreciate you as always, Stephen. Have a great day, and we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks a lot, guys.